Welcome to the Needle and Groove Lounge, a virtual establishment serving music and beers, highlighting eclectic sounds and attitudes from the past and present and craft beer conversation. Thanks so much for tuning in. There's a lot out there competing for your attention. You're here hanging at the lounge. We appreciate it. We got a cool show tonight, somewhat of a truncated show. Normally we have an opening segment where we talk about a theme or a genre, and then we go into the last call, our new music discovery and criticism round. We're just doing that new music segment, and we've returned to a segment from season two where the fellas are given an album to review the week before, so they have plenty of time to digest and analyze the album and then give their critique. So we got one album that just came out by the band Horse Lords that the boys are going to dive into an in-depth analysis of that album. And then the other fellas serve up tracks from the last five or six months and we will critique those songs. As always, it gets a little wild. We have some extra songs. You came for one, you stayed for more. We appreciate you hanging out again. I'm Jeff, your host. I'm here with Justin, who's streaming in from Brooklyn, Rob, who's streaming in from Salem, Massachusetts, and Jesse, who's up in Bethlehem. The point of the lounge was for us, who are geographically in different locations, to have some time to hang out and talk about our shared love of music and the sense of community and collaboration. We all crave that during the heavy days of the pandemic, and so we started this weekly show with no intentions of making it a podcast or having an additional community, but it turned into that. So now we got a few things. We got the podcast, the Instagram, where you can find more music and music-related content. That's Needle Groove Lounge. Got a radio show. Justin and I do about two shows a month now on Blast Radio. You can go to Blast Radio in your apps, download the app. It's a free app. Search for Needle Groove Lounge. Play again about twice a month on Thursdays we play songs only from our record collection so it's a live show we play songs from our record collection you can hear that show for 24 hours too so if you can't stay up to 11 o'clock on a Thursday night you can hear it the next day all day Friday we also got some other stuff on our mix cloud too some old shows on there if you want to get some funk some soul some folk music some West African music some Philly specific stuff that I put together. There's some cool stuff on our mixed cloud. Again, that's Needle Groove Lounge. Again, we appreciate you hanging out. Really do. Hit us up on the Instagram if you want to come on a show, get an idea for a show. That's what this is all about. Having community and friends of friends talking about music. Let's check in with the boys, see what they're up to. I'll see you on the other side with some more information. Enjoy the show. Uh, I'm just going out for one, and then you end up staying for the last call. You party all night with your boys, so who knows where the night's going to take us. we got one segment for you tonight, folks. It's uh, around the last call, so you're going to some new music, some new music criticism, and of course, some uh, jovial banter from the boys, as always. Let's get a check-in with the fellas. Get a check-in with what you're sipping on tonight. I'm going to go right, let me go to Rob. Rob, you're already, uh, you're branding us tonight. What do you got? I, I missed you last week, or last time we did the show. What you drinking? Well, you know what I'd be drinking. I get uh it's it's black lager season, baby. I get that Chardonnay <laughs> Pivo. Oh, very nice. Twelve degree Play-Doh Czech black lager from Notch Brewing. Notch Brewing. Oh a proud, yeah, a proud sponsor. The, 
Double decocted, naturally carbonated, open fermented, lagered forever. Love it. Chernay Piva. And uh, things have been good with you. I know a uh, lover of the pod, uh, DJ Tone, who's been on the show before. Check out season mm-hmm. one or two if you're a new listener. Season one and two, I believe. He came on both seasons. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know yeah, he his, came in last year. Yeah. His little one. Early uh, season two. You all celebrated a birthday of the the little Luca legend, right? Yeah, yeah. Big L had his uh, birthday on Sunday, one year old. There you go. Had yeah. it at the brewery, as any one year old's birthday nice. should be. Exactly. It's uh, for the parents, awesome. not the kids. Yeah. I also love having a kids birthday party with all my friends and their kids getting drunk at my work. It's super great. <laughs> <laughs> not, not stressful at all. Having fifty of my friends getting hammered with their mm-hmm. children at my work. It's uh, what could go wrong. It's an ideal situation. For I mean, it's only everyone. your reputation. Only your reputation uh, on the line. That's all. <laughs> it, it's just, yeah, it's just that. But yeah, all in all, it was really, it was really fun. cool. Yeah, that's that was, awesome. It was good. It was good. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, it was, shout out to Tom it was pretty slow listen. step for us, yeah. No, Big up to Tom. Big up, Big up to Luca. He's killing Absolutely. it. There you go. Awesome. Killing love it. Love it. Love game. it. Let's go over to uh, J-Mones. Bones, what you sipping on down there in the basement? I don't see your typical background, so I'm a little concerned. No, I, I moved. I moved some stuff around. I still got my um, Woodstock poster up here. Hendrix is still <laughs> up, and and uh, Led Zeppelin is still up. So don't worry, I still right, got it. Got but okay, okay, I did a little rearranging. But Fair um, enough. anyway, yeah, I'm uh sipping on. I think I told you guys Emily got a, a part giant part time job at a local brewery, um, called Lost Tavern. She's working there one or two nights a week. So she's bringing home a lot of of their stuff when she comes home from her ships. But this is from uh, Lost Tavern Brewing to up here in uh, Hellertown, PA, and this is their Killer Zombies uh, Double IPA. So. Yeah. Um, if Lost Tavern is ever looking for anyone to DJ, you know we DJ now too. So put <laughs> that true. out there for Emily if they ever need a all, right. all vinyl. Dj said let, let, let it be known so tell her that please Jesse. all right yeah put, totally put there. totally because they do live music all the time yeah well, they're about to get the greatest live music ever <laughs> Sign that's up right for us. baby we, you that's know a great idea you know, i love it you know he used to do bring your own vinyl nights before i started mm. working for them was not he used to do very famously mm. all around town bring your own vinyl that's cool that's cool which I, I love that which i dj you could show up you get seven inch full okay. length play a couple sides for you Rum, mm. notch too. The invitation's open. I'll show up with the box. Sta- I'll stack yeah. the wax. We had a, we had a back in the day. We don't do it anymore. We had an IPL called Long Play Lager. It's our India mm. Pale Lager. You, the invitation's yeah. out there. You accept it or deny it. It's up to you. Um, I've accepted it. It's for the the rest of us. <laughs> company has accepted it. Exactly. Can you I'll force your will on, on them? Uh, J Mac, what's going on, sir? What you got? What you got? What you got? Sipping on tonight at the lounge. Oh, I love the can crack. Ooh. Have um, a collaboration, Threes Brewing and Good Word Brewing. Yeah. Oh, yep. They're Atlanta. Saw that on the right? saw that on the internet. Yeah. So it's a it's called Hold Your Applause, and it is a oak aged ESB extra <laughs> special bitter. So, ooh, I, I like I like, like ESBs it. in the fall time. They're nice little fall mm-hmm. beer. Yeah, I love it. Can I make a prediction on this podcast make real it. quick? I think British beers are going to be the next mm-hmm. trend in beer. You can see it bubbling now, yeah. and they don't get the respect they do, but this time next year, you the same it. way we're talking about lagers right now, we'll be talking about British mm. ales, uh, British ales and British lagers, but mostly British ales, ESBs, 
that sort of thing. And what makes its way back again? What makes that style like specifically British? The the bitter or the, Is it um, the bitter? Yeah, it's or just like, like their that's like your your pub ale. Your extra okay. special yeah. it's like what everybody has on cask, you know. Yeah, it's like UK golden UK Golding's hops and what they do in Britain, not not that's uh unique to them, but they, they'll brew like a full strength beer that's like five or six or seven percent. And then they use the second runnings of that beer to do like a what's called a party guile. So they basically brew mm. a strong beer and then recycle all that stuff and build brew uh mm. like a lower ABV beers and that. So an extra special bitter is the runoffs traditionally of a uh, of a bitter oh, so they just like downgrade the alcohol and re- reuse all the grains and love stuff it. which is so funny right to think about high high octane in britain is like six or six yeah you're like whoa chill out okay. yeah <laughs> right. meanwhile jesse's got like a like a nine ten percent he's like this taking it easy tonight guys <laughs> love but it. yeah when i when i lived there for summer that you know every place that's it was just bitters just ESPs, yes. everything yeah. at like four percent, just in 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 room temperature, all in cask. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. Or cask temperature, which yeah. is like what forty two yes. degrees. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. cask. That was a big thing for a minute. Everyone had a cask somewhere. I love it. I love a good cask. Yeah. yeah, that was a big thing Did... in Brooklyn. I remember going everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like this is on cask. They'd have cask festivals, right? Yeah, they do Narix Northeast Real Ale. Oh, they yeah? still do it. Cool. Narix, awesome. check it out. I'll close this out, Rob. I got the last one of my. I think I texted you all this. So, Forest in Maine, which is from Amber. Oh PA, yeah, 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 yeah. Did um, you know the Brave Noise um, series? So this is a pale ale. It's it's really cool. I've been drinking a lot. It's very drinkable. Um, so shout out to Notch, Rob, to you who also designed the label, which I think we I talked about, right? So I know listeners can't see mm-hmm. this label, but you'll probably see out there. There's a lot of companies, breweries doing the Brave Noise collaboration. Uh, this is really good. So again, the goal yeah, is uh, a, a safe and discrimination-free beer industry. Um, so yeah, shout out to Rob and nice, Notch pretty wild, and, man. Yeah, and this is a good one. This is 100, really 150 plus breweries, like seven different countries. Yeah, I was pumped to see it because again, like you don't see you don't see the Notch. And actually, the funny because the bottle was turned like this way when I first walked in. I was like, Notch, of course it was it's crazy. And I happened to see that, and I was like, oh, awesome, brave noise. I know, I know a bit about nice. that. So, yeah. Awesome. All right, fellas, let's jump into it. A good little intro there. Good to talk to you all in the last couple of weeks. So we are diving in tonight, folks. We just got the last call. We got new music, discovery, just one beer. Just going out for one. Just, just one, one beer. beer. Who knows? Just, where a, we're quick go there. Yeah, just a quick Rumor beer. Yeah. Just a quick Rumor has. I'll be it back th- about an hour, hour and a half. Yeah, just yeah. going out for a beer with the boys. And Don't to stay that up. Point, right. Don't stay up. I'll be back. Rumor has it someone might have two songs for the last call. So cook it wild Oof. tonight. So we're kind of open. But anyways, here we are at the last call. The new music discovery and criticism round where we serve up new music from the last five, six, seven months or upcoming tracks. And we critique them by how we drink our beer. You pound if you love it. You sip, you think it's fine. You no sip if it's just not for you. We may make some tweaks to that in the upcoming weeks, but for now we're sticking to the rules we followed for the last two years going on three years, which is really cool. So I'll start because I did put in the chat, and again, we've kind of gotten broken a little bit. Last year and last season, I should say, we got into this idea of the album review, that like the last call is fun and it's awesome, but primarily we listen to albums. So I did send you all Mm -hmm. an album that came out last week. Thumbs up. Everyone had a chance to listen to it generally. Oh, yeah. 
Okay, cool. I just want to make sure we're good with that. I mean, that was me, so I I can't speak for Justin or Jesse. Yeah, no, awesome. Yeah, I saw the thumbs. So let's uh, let's start there. So, folks, we're going to do a quick album review. Our album review is a little bit different than our last call. Typically, our last call is mysterious. We don't know the tracks that the other fellows are going to bring. But with the album review, it's known in advance. You get a good week or so to listen to it. So here we go. We've got um, an album by Horse Lords that came out uh, November 4th. Uh, Com- Comradely Objects. Horse Lord is a band from Baltimore. I found out recently that three of the four members actually live in Germany now. Um, so it's not entirely true that they're directly from Baltimore. Really cool group. Um, they put on an album in 2020, like literally three days before, quote unquote, the pandemic started called um, The Common Task, which is an album I really love. It was put up by Northern Spy Records, which is another label I love out of Brooklyn. <laughs> Um, they've done a lot of cool stuff and I really love that album. It was kind of experimental, avant-garde, rock, jazzy, electronic-y. And so I was excited to hear about their new album, Comradely Objects. And I think it's a banger. I think it's super cool. I think it covers dance, little Latin stuff, little free stuff, electronically glitchy and wild. So when it came out, I was excited about it and I spent a lot of time with it. Um, so I'm going to play a track from it. So listeners, the boys have had an opportunity to hear all of the tracks. I won't give too much context other than that. Um, yeah, so let's dive in. I could have uh, could have gone with a few tracks, but I'm actually going to go with one that is vibing with what I've been vibing with. Is uh, What I love about this album, it actually hit all the stuff that I've been really into over the last four or five, six months from like grooved out stuff to little Latin stuff. Uh, to a little free stuff, to electronic-y. So I'm going to start with uh, track two for us to listen to, which is Mess Mend, which is uh, pretty vibey and dancey. So listeners, we're going to give a listen to this, and then we're going to let the boys share their thoughts on it, talk about any tracks that they found intriguing, and overall share their perception of it. So let me pull it up. Again, this is Horse Lords off their most recent album, Calm Rattly Objects. And this song is track two called Mass Mess Men. There we go. Mess Mend by Horse Lord off their most recent album came out November 4th. Comradely Objects. They're out of Baltimore primarily doing some cool stuff. Let's hear from the boys, their thoughts, opinions, analysis, as you had an opportunity to listen not only to that track, but the entire album as a whole. 
Let me start with Rob. What you feeling? What you thinking? Pound sip, so, no sip, and then go ahead. Question: Are we pound sipping, no sipping to the album? Yes. Is and the song is a representation yes. or just the song? The album. I think I shared that for our listeners who maybe didn't have an opportunity to listen to the album and get a taste. Generally, ah, again, gotcha. I think this is a unique album because that track is very different to the next track. Um, but there's still an aesthetic throughout it. However, oh no, I I would agree that it's a very cohesive album for sure. Uh, but yeah, I would just to like to point. note, yeah, yes, that you went first and broke the rules that you introduced at the beginning of this. I love it. Which Classic. Was what? You were like, we're just gonna do one song. We're just rating these songs. It's the second segment, and you're like, now nah, we're doing a whole album review right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Album love review. It. Here's a song, a sample song. But you're rev- you're reviewing the album as you listen to it, and I'd love to hear your whole take on the album. So, beer to lips. Rob's putting his beer to lips. Black Lobber to lips. He's pounding for sure. I would say solid sip. Okay. We're using the the old metrics. That was a yes, pound we are still the old metric. No, yeah, I, can see, I can tell by the way he tips his beer up. <laughs> you you sip well, for a long time. Very lightly. It was a long sip, but the it was subtle though. Yeah, your hand it, was, was it, at, it wasn't aggressive. Yeah, the uh, a low the flow. angle, a the low angle flow. of the can always tells me. For no, it was because it was contemplating. That was the in, yeah. the indication sure. was I, I'm contemplating. That's what a solid sip is. I'm not quite there, Fair. but I'm. Yeah, let's hear. Not, let's hear about it. Um, Tell the listeners what what you experienced. I think <laughs> it's a cool record. Um, I like a lot of the tones and the sounds. So, uh, the first track, um, I'll check if you don't have it up. But um, oh, yeah, I got it right here. Um, kind zero of hooked degree me. Machine, yeah, hooked me at the first because the uh, the bass tone. Yeah, was sick. Like it's kind of distorted and grungy, which you don't hear a lot in this type of music. Um, which I I super super dug, um, and there was a lot of sort of a lot of elements that I liked a lot. Uh, a lot of like L ten eleven that sort of like loopy type sure. stuff, which I thought was cool, and also a lot of sort of like uh like Fela vibes. Yeah, in terms of the grooves, you yeah. know what I mean. Yep. Not in terms of like the overall song structure and stuff, but like the terms of like sort of like. That uh, you know, that sort of like uh, like upbeat groove type of stuff sure. in the background, and then all this stuff. There was also some elements that I you know, in the album that I I wasn't so keen on, in terms of like there was a couple of tunes that were uh just sort of like avant garde to be avant garde a little bit, where they're just sort of being angular and dissonant. It felt like to be angular and dissonant, or it's just like okay, cool, I I. There's like a, right in the middle of the album. The name yeah. escapes me. I think May but there's one in Solidarity Avenue get a little. Which is cool. And I'm not dissing yeah. that, but there's just a lot of like, cool. We're going to be like, uh, have this all this like contrapuntal, uh, like themes and riffs that are sort of like not in with each other. It just seemed like intentionally, it just seemed they were trying too hard to be sort of odd. Sure. In a way that wasn't particularly interesting. It just seemed like a lot of guys jamming in a room it sounded interesting. And the thing that tied it together was the groove. And I was like, cool. That's kind of what they were going for. And it works on some tracks. And I think it doesn't particularly work on others. 
Sure. Yeah. And that's it. sort of my thesis is like, I get what they were going for. Some tracks work, some tracks went a little uh, afield. Love it. Cool. Rob, solid, solid tip. tip. Yeah, love it. Great, great, great. Good stuff. Good stuff. Let's go over to uh, J-Mac. Let's hear your thoughts on uh, Horse Lord's newest album. Sniffing it. He's sniffing Ooh. the beer. Threes, the collaboration with Good Word. Solid sip. Solid sip. Solid sip. I, I do like it. I realized today, though, that I haven't listened to any new music in probably a month. Yep. <laughs> so, I... So I um it was the first new music I've listened to in probably a month. So it was it was hard to kind of like get into it um because sure. I just haven't listened to that style. So it reminded me of a lot of the first take when I heard last year, I think it was last year's bad, bad, not good album. Mm. Um ah. like the first time I was like, Oh, I like this. Yeah. But is it what I'm into right now? I can't say that it is, you know. Sure. So, <laughs> well, it's just tough it, about this segment because you and I have been talking so much about yeah, old music. Yeah, but I do, but I appreciate, you know, it is rock to me. It is kind of rock in a lot of ways, music. But then there's a lot of elements of like, which you're saying, rather, like some clear like Afrobeat type kind of stuff going on yeah. in there, um, and other influences. So I think it is one of those things where I'll like, yeah. Fair. Much like the Bad Bad Not Good album, I'll put it on one day and be like, oh, no, no, click. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I can really groove to this. I also think um, if I'm their last album, I listened to a lot, too. And this one feels very different from it in a lot of ways. Maybe I'm mistaken because it, it gets even more kind of avant-garde, kind of wild, right? The last one had more like longer songs, but like that just locked into the groove and like never let go. Still yeah. some like avant out there stuff, but more electronic-y and groovy. Yeah. Where this one like had those moments where Rob said like song three and four kind of peak and then you get law of movement that's kind of ambient and then grooves out for a bit. So this one had more peaks and valleys into different territory yeah in my opinion yeah it felt different than the last common and, task yeah yeah um and in more kind of like rocky art rock and in nature yeah. than than kind of like obscure stuff so anyways all that to say it's a solid sip i think it's a good album and i'll come back to it um eventually for sure yeah love it uh bones go ahead close this up beer to face I'm giving it a sip. Um, I felt um, mentally exhausted listening to this. <laughs> like it is a lot. It's a it lot. It was very happening. intense, and I just it, I did not find myself relaxing and enjoying it. Like I felt very intense, and like yes. I have to focus on this, and this is this is stressful. Kind of <laughs> listening to this because love it. It is like so on guard and like crazy with how they were able to to time some of their their like rhythms and whatnot but i have mad respect for them for like 
be musicians though like even though like the music wasn't really a groove i could get into like i could just listening to this you can tell these dudes are skilled musicians and like just get it like this is this is very precise like songwriting here this is not just accidental grooves that like intersect and intertwine like this is very intentional and very precise like you can tell these dudes know music and uh i have a lot of respect for that so yeah um, i like that visceral reaction i feel like for me i've listened to a lot while not doing anything else except maybe driving right like if i try to put it on while like the kids are hanging out and doing all this sort of stuff it was either like i took a pause from work and i went and sat down in my chair by my Mm. music room and connected Mm. my bluetooth because i don't have the album yet and i connected it and just like sat there and let the music immerse myself or i was driving and i turned the music up wicked loud and that was Mm. like my sole focus so like in those contexts, I was like, yes, like I am immersed in fully in the vibes that are happening here. And I, I, I love the extremes. Like I fucking screaming and yelling, like feeling it. But yes, yeah. like it to be involved in your life in another way, like while you're cooking dinner mm. or doing anything like that, it's not going to work. Too stressful. It yeah. takes no. too much of your soul to experience. Yes. I fucking love that personally, um, but it has to be in the right setting. Yeah. You know right. what I thought about immediately was... Uh... So Justin, previously you talked about when you got in late, uh, you were visiting your family and you had to drive through the night. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, and you put on a thing. One. As soon as I put this record on, I was like, "Yo, this, this is a record I would not want to hear driving through the back roads of this house by myself at two in the morning." <laughs> this would, yeah, this would. Be, uh, which just yeah. means it's the perfect one. Which means I know. Which I was like, I was like, J Mac is gonna awake. love this. Yeah, that's album. Awesome. After yeah. he picks up his rental car. Cool. <laughs> All right, boys. There we go. Um, nice. world check it out there's some really cool stuff on this one a lot, a lot of buzz around this one out there um appreciate you guys tuning in um let's uh kick it over to one of the other boys what else you got what else are you going to share with us tonight i don't mind going next mine's kind of related uh style wise unless anybody else feels strongly let's do about it. going no, let's do it. You, it you seem to feel strongly go ahead <laughs> i mean i don't but you are yes you do i am just go <laughs> boom oh wait oh hold on i just upgraded my zoom we can cut oh. this oh. Oh, there we go oh, can everybody see this we're yeah. seeing it we're, we're seeing it cool so this is a record i'm surprised none of us have talked about yet and i'm frankly shocked and i would uh bring it up as a candidate for an album review Sweet. Uh, in the future is uh the recent release of the Domi JD the Beck record. Does anybody know? Has anybody heard of this? No, I'm not. So it is this um, Domi and JD the Beck. They're a a essentially a piano drum duo. Mm. Uh, recently came out on Blue Note Records, um, and they were these two sort of wonderkins. Um, from one of them is from France, Domi. Uh, oh yeah, France. yeah, I've heard of it. And JD JD Beck is from is, is the drummer, and they're from the U.S. But they just connected somehow, and I don't know the full backstory on how all of it came to be. But they put out like a super cool, um, very like Robert Glasbury new jazz hip hop crossover record that has everybody: Snoop Dogg, Thundercat, all. Nice. They were 
it helps that you're signed to Blue Note Records when you're making phone calls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would assume. Exactly. Um, but the record's pretty cool. Um, this is the title track. The record's called Not Tight. And this is the title track called Not Tight. Um, I think it's pretty representative of the whole record. Uh, I think there may be better tracks and worse tracks on this record, but this is sort of like a, I thought encompassed uh, rightfully so as the title track, the um, the full scope of what Domi and JD, uh, JD Beck get going on. They also have a really interesting tiny desk. Oh, um, cool. If you'd like to check it out after this, yeah, for sure, highly recommend it to listeners to scope up. So here we go. Not the same track. Yeah, it just it, oh. it they all oh, I like into that. each other. Well, so it nice. just oh okay. Yeah. Not tight by what's it's what is it? It's uh Domi and J Domi and J D Beck. Yeah, okay. I've seen that around. Awesome. No, that's cool. Super cool off of Blue Note Records. Recently released. Yes, the whole album's out. Whole album was out. It came out uh in what's the, uh August? The, okay, came out oh, over the summer. Yeah. Shit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Jamac, let's start with you. I'll get the exact release date. It was one of those things I kept seeing, and it just like filtered into my life, so I haven't really. Yeah, for sure. Sorry. Yeah. Beer to lips. Beer to lips. Beer to lips. Ooh. Chagadelphia. Poundski. Poundadelphia. Pennsylvania. <laughs> Poundtown. <clears throat> um yeah i dug that i mean it's kind of into in, in in two ways it's into some things that i've been to into recently um kind of the fusion of multiple types into one i post about it on the the gram but this david axelrod album song of innocence is just wild there's just like stuff yeah. from everywhere into it and that is like i thought that was really cool and it's um I mean the Thundercat baseline is so so, so awesome. And secondly, I think it's it's something like ooh, it's like a that needs a second listen type kind of thing to really pick out the intricacies of it. Um, and I saw next it was like Herbie Hancock is on there as well, so I mm. think I think it's probably pretty dope. I I think I had seen them and read a little bit about that album when it did come out. I didn't ever check it out, but I'm gonna check it out now. Nice. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Pound time for the J Mac. Let's go over the J Bones. Here we go, here we go. Beat the lips. Solid sip. Yeah. I'm giving it a solid sip. Um, 
I uh, also found that a little bit intense and stressful to listen to. Uh, much oh, like Chorus Lords. But at least this was track. more melodic. This was more melodic. Like, Horse Lords was like so many different <laughs> lines going at the same time. This was at least a little bit more of a melodic uh, line. But, uh, but no, it was good. I, I loved it. I, again, a lot of respect for those guys. You can tell they're amazing musicians too. So um, yeah, love that. Bones is in just a straight chilling mode. Yeah, he just wants to. <laughs> I just want to chill. Vibes. I don't want to. I don't want to do work while I'm vibing. listening to music. I ain't trying to. I ain't trying like to put I'm it in work. Sweating and like my heart rate goes up. Like <laughs> just worked out. Just got off the treadmill. Like. <laughs> Man, I need a Gatorade I, to like rehydrate from listening to that. That's so funny because I, I I found that so chill. Like I was yeah, I was gonna say. I understood your argument on Jeff's track, but that one's kind of vibing. Except for you know the the solos are kind of intense. Yeah. All right, cool. I'm gonna go next. There you go. I'll finish my so like crusher. Crusher. like it. Yeah. For also context too, you know, like and Rob, I appreciate this just like and this is why I appreciate the lounge so much, is like I didn't really know about that shit. And like again, I pride myself on like knowing about this shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like mm. the blue note, like I fucking love blue note. I got you know, and I just I this like escaped my radar a bit. So I think just like the contextual piece of like, oh shit, I didn't really know about this. Um and I, you know, um and it was a cool track, and that's the sounds that I, I dig and love. Your um, wait, is Robert Glasper part of that, or did you just made a reference to like Robert Glasper ish? Well, it's got like Robert Glasper vibes. I think that's he might th- be cool. on the yeah. record. Okay. Uh, I think he might be featured as a uh, uh, one of the, it's Anderson Pac, Busta Rhymes, yeah. Kurt Rosenwinkel. Mm. Uh, uh, they did Mac pull out that Blue Note money. Blue Note money. It's real. Oh, all they had to do is like, yeah, we'll yeah. put this right. Well, also too, like they've been around for a minute. Um, they're like New York. You, you can tell immediately by looking at it, but they they're New York people. Both <laughs> of them were like, uh, yeah. that's a disparity. They're Gen Z, yeah. Gen Z to the core was, for sure. <laughs> but they're they're both like uh, Berkeley, okay. uh, Wonderkind okay. people. Okay. So they've been in the circles for a minute, and gotcha. clearly okay. got picked up by somebody at Blue Note, and then. Uh, you know, made a couple of calls. You know, Thundercat. You can see the whole line. Well, that's it's the like, thing. You get Thundercat, uh, and yeah. you got Mac. You whatever, and then they get Anderson Pac, which gets Snoop Dogg, which gets Busta Rhymes. Like mm-hmm. the, the, you could see the the net. The whole thing you know I'm reflecting I mean? on is like, would I? The Thundercat baseline was dope, and like I think that kind of caught my attention. Would I have liked this album as much, not having the context of it being a Blue Note, knowing it had Thundercat on it? Knowing it had Herdy Hancock. Like, I wonder, like, see, how much of, I, like, you know see, what I mean? That's, that's mm. why I like this record is because I think, to a large extent, a lot of those guest spots don't mm. enhance it for me. Okay. Like, okay. Uh, I don't know if I've ever admitted this, but, I, like, I'm not a big fan of Thundercat. I think his tone. I can agree with it, that. Yeah, I don't I listen think to his album. He, I never, he's got, I he's, like he's clearly got a shtick. And I he think he overdoes it. Like yeah. he's got that like sort of phaser, like womp 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 womp, like Literally that bass sort of like face, <laughs> like that. He's got that wah wah bass phaser thing, which I think is fine. Whatever, cool. And I think it fits and when I think it comes he, into a track like this. Like his whole albums is yeah. To and, but I think he just I I think he overplays mm-hmm. a lot. I think he 
yeah anyway we, no, we can save this fair. for my thundercat diatribe mm-hmm. episode uh no, i get that rob In takes this track thundercat. though i like this i like contextually uh, the... for this one i think it works a lot that's yeah, yeah right but his mm-hmm. whole albums and that's a whole nother stuff yeah were it were it not to but be in there though know. i don't think it detracts from it you know what i mean like i think it adds to it but mm-hmm. i think it not being there the track is still cool and that's what i'd like to listen to the whole album for and i think to your point why this would be a cool whole album review because like i think sometimes you can use other people as a means of like drawing attention to yourself to make something yeah. that could just be mediocre into something great because you have all these guest spots in mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah. Or like you, or you're having these guest spots to raise the conversation and marketing of your album where those guest spots may not be necessary because the music stands on its own, but right. because you have Pac, Busta Rhymes, all these stuff. Now suddenly people are talking about this album that yeah, we get. Cred. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting no notification, no but notification. you're like, Oh shit. Busta Rhymes, Anderson it's Pac, on. Herbie Hancock. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. What speaks more, the music or the marketing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Cool. Sure. No, Put awesome. that on that's, a t-shirt. That's a good one. That's a good one. Cool. All right. Uh, J-Mac, J-Bones. It's your turn. the J's. Mm-hmm. The J-Boys. You be up. Doesn't matter. <clears throat> Go ahead. Go ahead, Bones. I'll mine's, go for it. Mine's, mine's the most out there, I think, tonight. <laughs> well, Bo- I mean- Bones, give yourself a break. <laughs> yeah, I'm, that's that's right. <laughs> take care yeah, of yourself self care man yeah starting to sweat down teach here teach yourself um yeah um so i'm in i'm in a little bit of a uh, predicament i Ooh. i i came into tonight with an album and a track from an album in mind for the past like two weeks but then when jeff said he was being late i was just on bank camp just like looking around Yes. And I came across a few amazing tracks. Wow. And now I'm not sure. Do I play these <laughs> these like one of these few tracks? I have wait, like three. Wait, just hit you. Three wait. tracks that I just found in the why past like do, half an hour. Why don't you do this, Bones? Because that's what happened to me. And then I text about like, can we do two songs? Why don't you right, play your right. original now and then let's play all right. What we, what we re- found in the last okay. two hours. Okay. Because, like, I found some amazing tracks in the past few hours. And I was like, holy shit. Like, what do I do? I had this album prepared. I held this whole spiel for it. Like, follow and your now heart. all of a sudden, the last minute. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah do follow your heart. But you can also say that spiel. Go either way. You can also say that spiel in that album for later. Like, don't say you know? shit. Right? And just play a track. You're like, shit. I found this. That's is true, how too. I, you know what I mean? And then you can That's play true. the other one later. We can go the reverse. All right. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm just gonna take all the tracks that I found and just pick the best that I think out of all of them, regardless of when I heard of it. Let your heart. And I'm going. I'm going with this one that I found tonight. (laughs) Um, It's incredible. It's 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 world vibes. Uh, Talk about incredible grooves. Better be good, man. Oh my god! It's out of Israel. Okay. We've the group is called Sababa Five. Okay. Of a bottom records. Okay. This groove is insane. Did you my buy it? I see your he's got it in his cart. <laughs> I have it in my cart. I'm ready to buy like so good. you're committed. Is, I love how committed you are. Oh, incredible. that's incredible. That's a UK buy too. That's gonna be yeah. that pricey shipping boy. <laughs> Definitely get it. Oh yeah. Look at it. Oh, Definitely like, no, get seven, it no, the, right. no, the the pound is the pound is kind of equal to the dollar. No, right it's it's the it. sh- it's the shipping though. It's the shipping that gets oh, shipping. Twenty dollars the shipping. Yeah. But pay that's for it, Bones. But listen, it is worth it. 
All right, do it. You better check out. Well, he heard one track and it's worth it. Well, we'll find out. We'll find out if it's worth it, right? I said Baba Five. How incredible is that? <laughs> you better hit check out right now. Because there's only 15 of those remaining. <laughs> Fan camp said that if you don't check out now, that's just going to I'm going to start. What a that. fucking groove. I'm going to start that one. He froze for a second. But he, he, drank he drank the whole thing. It's gone. Love that fucking shit. So good. That's right in my alleyway right now. So oh. Baba Five. Um, I'm dancing to that. It's funky. It's everything. Is that a new album? Like they they just wrote that shit, or is that like some? Yeah. Other? Okay. No, that's brand new. Uh, just released November fourth. So they're oh, channeling some vibes. Oh, they're channeling some vibes. Yeah. No, I love that. At a, a Tel Aviv. At a Tel Aviv, Israel. That reminds yeah. me of in season one or two when you brought up. Uh, yeah. That Eastern uh, the the Somali Four Mars stuff. Four yeah. Mars, which I yeah. went out and bought. Exactly. It's right there, but in Israel, I thought it was rad. I thought it was cool. I thought it was dancing and vibey. My boy, Giles, our, our boy, I should say, Justin, Giles Peterson, talking about that shit. Mm-hmm. Saw that in the comments. No, I thought it was cool. Moz, um, yeah, I know this is just like a deep dive into Bandcamp. Have you listened to other tracks from the album? I have not, but reading the uh, description there, it actually highlighted a lot of other songs saying that like standouts include and they name every other song other than that, which just like makes me more curious to hear the rest. But how did you find this one? This was on like a um like one of those Bandcamp um blog posts of like best releases of the oh, month really? or whatever. Huh. Yeah, no, I hadn't seen it. Okay. Yeah, you just check those so, out. And that's awesome. Cool. Love yeah. it. Love it. Love it. Yeah, no, Pound Town for me. I thought that was rad and fun all around, just like a joyful, a joyful experience. Right. Let's go over to uh, let's go over to Rob. Let's hear Rob's thoughts on the some of this. Beard of lips, 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 beard of lips. Nice little pound. Oh yeah, I mean, how do you argue with that track? Like, I got nothing bad to say. We dissect it, but that track is vibing. Vibing, vibing all around. Hard. Yeah, I got, I got, I got no notes. That track was exactly <laughs> what I was sold. I feel like go. I was presented a subject and I was delivered that subject. <laughs> you know, well, you got to buy that record. That should, that can, and then you can, come play, you can come play it on the radio show. That, yeah, that would fit in. I on would the love to. For sure. I can't wait to listen to the rest of it. That would definitely look for that on Blast Radio. Blast soon. Radio. Mm, Special guest J. Get, yeah. get blasted. Sneaking get in. Blasted. Get blasted. Get blasted. Baba. J Mac, close us out. I mean, he was dancing. Ooh, folks, he was up there. Dancing I mean, there's no way J Mac doesn't 
pound yeah. that one. He's, he's putting his face to the mic. He wants, he wants to hear you gulping that. <sighs> no, that was great. You know, Beyond the Dance Crew was one that said psychic, funk, disco. I mean, right. what is there not to love about that? Um, it looks like they have a bunch of cool, like, um, seven inches that they put out. This is All their right. first this is their first full mm-hmm. length which seems pretty cool so i'm down right. that was that was a good time um it's right up my alley these days love it there you go bones all, right. all around pound towns for sababa sababa five i got more for you later so <laughs> let me know when you're ready i'm, re- I'm ready <laughs> right now yeah let's go to J Mac, and then we'll do the uh stick around if you if you still got it in you round. all right uh oh. Well, I can't do my description while he's getting a beer. I I I gotta wait. Go go ahead. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Come on, oh, you could just wait till he started playing the track. I know he could have <laughs> went wireless. He, he could have went during headphones. his own during his own track. It's 2022. Everybody's got wireless headphones. If you're connected, wireless uh, messes up though. Sometimes when you're recording on here, I've had trouble uh, with yeah? it. Like, yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't use them wireless. I'm I'm connected. I'm analog, baby. I am too. I got I'm plugged in. Noobs. Got these Magranos for now. My backup. I'm, I'm sending I'm sending it tomorrow, son. No, I got I you. Saw, I got I you. I got your box. I saw. I saw. I'm, I'm glad. Proud of that. I'm excited. For I mean, that. it's not my fault you left them either. So. <laughs> I never said it was. I never said it was. I never said it was. Uh, oh, you left your head. You left your headphones at the he, cabin. He left. Remember, the, up, remember uh, we did the reggae show. Yep. I left my headphones that weekend. Uh, so, Unsurprised uh, by that. <laughs> yeah, I, had a lot, I, had a lot of, I had a lot of gear. Yeah, cool. And we're back. All right. We're back. All right, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. And we're and back. I had to get more. He had to get his 12% beer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, to finish off the night at 11. No, I just got a, uh, a 5.4%, 6.0. Oh, crispy. the old crispy. Uh, oh, classic. <laughs> That's gonna Classic. taste like that's gonna taste like water after that last. All right. Um, all right. I had two tracks. I'm gonna play one of them after hours, but because, um, <laughs> but the one I'm going with is by a 98 year old man. Oh man! Jeez. Again, how many old heads do you have in your index? Okay, What's... let's do this. Oh man! So I'm. <laughs> This album, not as fresh and, and new as the one that Jesse just played, but this album <clears throat> just came out. It's got a lot of good reviews, um, but I just happened to check it out when it came out, and I've been into their music a lot. But this is going to be an album by the um, Sun Ra Orchestra. Uh. Um, and so I've been into, they put out, we played on Blast Radio, I played a, uh, a song off of a, a reissue of theirs from a, a concert in the 70s in, in Egypt. Um, but this is something they just did recently. So for, for those who don't know, the original founder, Sun Ra, died in the 90s with some other original founders. But this guy, the alto saxophone player, Marshall Allen, has kind of carried the torch of the band through the years. Last year they put out an album that was um, had a Grammy nomination um, which is pretty wild to think for like a, a free jazz, spiritual jazz t- type album. So, um, but they just put out an album. Um, 
called Living Sky. Um, and it was actually recorded. I kind of went with it. It was recorded um, in Philly yeah. at the, the Rittenhouse Soundworks in Philadelphia. Get so, yep. So it's it's just seven tracks, and the track I'm gonna play. They actually do a co- cover of a Chopin song. Um, cool anyways, um, I've really been into Sunrod lately. Um, and this is, and I think because, um, this was put out by Strut Records, who's done some cool stuff with like some free jazz, spiritual jazz, cosmic stuff. But I like Sunrod because it's, it, it can get out there, but it can kind of be chill too at the same time, which I think is really cool about their music. But it's the first, it's the first track on the All right, here we Chopin. go. Yeah. Chopin. Let's do it. You ready? Let's do it. Chopin by the Sun Rock Orchestra off the album Living Sky. I'm gonna start with that which, one. Which can we can before you start, can I say something? Course, Notably, yeah, I forgot to make this connection. Uh Damon Locke did all the artwork for the uh um, beautiful for the LP and you can yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, no, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna pound that one. And it's gonna make me sound like an asshole. Um, but I think it's going to sound corny as fuck but I think this is the stuff that like why I love music so sincerely is it if you stop and listen and do nothing else you're going to hear like sincere beauty and that mm. album had that like music sometimes forces me the most beautiful songs like if I stop and don't do anything else checking my phone, doing all this stuff, and like really listen. There's so much beauty there. And that song like didn't have any visceral moments that made me be like, whoa, or like like caught my attention immediately. But if you sit and just fucking listen sometimes and just stop everything and be so totally immersed, there is beauty there. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, that may be, that's corny as shit, but like that did that for me. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to listen to this whole thing and hear the tones. And there's like the grooving undertone of the bass and the drums. That's steady. Why I love jazz so much. There's like the steady piece to it. And then there's some chaos to it with the horns coming in a bit. And like, that's fucking life, right? There's repetition mm-hmm. daily and in and out. And then there's fucking chaos and there's beauty all in that. And uh, that was like simple but gorgeous in all, in all those ways. So, yeah. Pound to that for the experience. Woohoo. Uh Bones, let's go to you. Beard of lips. Oh, I'm shocked. Yeah, jazz. I'm also pounding. 
Um, I was I was already gonna pound, but Jeff's uh, description afterward, yeah, made me want to pound even more. Like there we go. Right, that was that was such you a good. Fucking sentiment. hate jazz though. It's beautiful though. Isn't I know, but so... you're right. It was so beautiful. Like your description of that song was perfect. Also, nine... that was beautiful. That, that was nineteen people in a studio. Holy shit! That's yeah. that's incredible. That's fun. Stuff. How simplistic it could, how simplistic yet like complex it can sound at the same time. Like the repetitiveness, but then like you said, those undertones. Like you can tell those were carefully like choreographed basically mm-hmm. that bass and drum so no that was beautiful that was great cool. and your description was beautiful <laughs> you pounded, so yeah there you go but, i think i'm uh, more pounding than jeff but that's all right you can pound me you can pound me anytime you can pound me anytime <laughs> to lips black library to lips solid sip no, as a respect sip for Sunra and the history of Sunra. You didn't like it. Uh, he hated wow. this <laughs> No, I didn't hate it, but it, it, it highlighted a lot of things that I don't like about jazz recordings. It's like, yeah, you could tell there was nine, 19 people in that band because everybody got a fucking turn. Like, no one needed to hear half of those solos. No. That song, uh, oh, the song is eight minutes long. It could have been four minutes and just it's, as it's effective. One, it's, and one, it's one of the shortest ones on the album, too. I know, <laughs> dog. Like, that's the, the, I get it. I get it. I get it. No. It's, it's a point of, it's a, it's a personal point. Of, it's a personal Fair bugaboo enough. for me. It's like, Fair yes, there's 19 people in this band. We don't need to hear 19 solos. On the same head. I didn't hear it song. like that. I th- I, that's so funny. Like, I just didn't hear. I heard it that was one solo it, over and over again. It was a perfectly like the, the the melody. The song was really good. Like the melody and stuff was really really great. Like it was. A I mean, good it's Chopin. Tune. It's Chopin. It can't be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or their interpretation of the Chopin was yeah, yeah. was cool. Like like I had no problems with that. But it's just like. I get it, and I, 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 maybe I'm just, I heard, I've heard too much of it, and I'm over it a little bit. But <laughs> like a, a cool, like I, I think that song, or a lot of jazz in general, and especially like Sun Ra and stuff like that, in a live context, super cool. I'm there, I'm locked in, I'm doing that. But like, do I want to hear Fair enough that, like in in my in my home? Like no, am, am I into that right now? While I'm like Man, doing stuff, get that no. out of my stay Can't out of my it. house, get off my lawn. So. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like I, I don't, I don't need to I hear your riff. I don't need to hear the saxophonists of orchestras' thoughts on that for two and a half minutes. I just don't. I don't. I don't need it. I don't, don't want it. I don't the, need it. The 98 it, year old alto saxophonist just riffing. Yeah, right. really. No, he did a great job. I I love to hear him rip. I just want to hear the rest of the band rip. Let that man rip for sixteen <laughs> bars, and the rest that. of that band can get the fuck out because they're twenty two, so, and I don't need to hear his shit that. at all. I respect what's, that. What's funny is, so I've seen them live. They opened for um for Solange at uh, the Apollo oh no shit when I saw oh, that's her. That's cool. some that's and, some business right there. Holy cow! And I didn't, but I didn't love it because which is like. Mm-hmm different what you're saying because i just i didn't know i didn't really know the music and the history behind it and i think there's like a really cool history 
yeah to, that, to, that to was, sun Ra into the band you know oh, course, it, yeah. for sure and and that's why they got the sip because like you you yeah. got to respect sun Ra, and like that there was no, nothing there was nothing objectionably bad about that song that i could be like this song stinks of course you know what i mean it just like i was was it yeah. for me right now i can't say that it was you know you know what else is cool about them i just found out by um watching um gallus peterson interviews all day today um is they were like diy punk before that was a thing so they pressed all their own vinyl yes they did all of their own artwork Dude. by hand and then would just pass out the vinyls from the stage yeah if you find like <laughs> check out discogs the early Sun Rasta, Sun Rasta, Philadelphia dude too. He yeah, spent a lot of time in Philadelphia. But from the South, who's from Birmingham, yeah. Alabama, dude. All the those big time early Sun Ra stuff is insane. Like go for millions of dollars because they're so rare. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, no, that's cool. All right, boys, there we go. Um, since it is these came for one and you're staying for more. <laughs> I got another one. I got. Do you one. see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I just put a comment in the chat. I said, on that poster behind Justin, that the picture of Kamasi is the back part of his hair supposed to be the profile of a person's face? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Look at it. Do you see it? Uh, see the? Uh, it's hard now with the glare. Is it, is it so I see, oh, I see yeah. that double IPA kicking in right. after that. <laughs> you see the profile of a face there with the nose sticking out and the lips? Like, a side view profile. I think it's Sunra. You see it on the back of his head there. No, is it just me? I think it's just you, Bones. But I think I, I think it. it's just the, I think it's just the double IPA. I love it though. I love I the you 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 toned like in staring at that poster like that jazz that jazz thing. got you thinking. It's got you in the uh, it's got you I'm totally dead. tuned into the moment. But I uh, can't wait for this after party. Here we go. No, the after party. We got, we got some live. good tracks for the after. party. we got to do the after party as a separate segment. <laughs> No, the after party's live now, baby. If we're recording this, right. we're recording this, baby. Here we are, folks. You heard just four tracks. Just one more. more. Yeah. One more each from the boys, J Mac and J Bones. Only one? Bones is a couple of them. Damn. Bones, Bones, we got more episodes yeah. this season. Hold on to those bad boys. Yeah. Yeah, chill out, bro. All right, I just dropped this in. I'm so excited, hey, though. This is a, we're, we're going to do an album anticipation. So Ooh. the year is 1973. No, it's not. What is going on? Yes, it is. The year is 1973. Blue Note. Oh, Jesus. Have you heard this? I I mean, I know the Donald Byrd stuff, but let me see. Hold on. Oh, you don't know this. Shut up. So, (laughs) 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 So, 1973 at the Montreal Jazz Festival in Switzerland. Blue, Blue Note has Bobby Hutcherson. Bobby Humphrey, Marlena Shaw, um, they all play and they, they spend, it's funny because we talked about Blue Note earlier, so we got to do this, but they spend like tons of money to like front a lot of stuff at this festival. Macho is a big deal. Yeah. Every, everybody else is released. Every, every album is released. So they, they record it live. Bobby Humphrey. Ronnie Foster, Bobby Hutch, all these people. So Dude, Henry all these, Franklin, that's from Black Jazz, right there. Yeah, yeah. So he, so this is right off of Blackbird, the first. You know, his his album comes out, not his first album, but um, kind of like jazz funk stuff. And right. so I read some history on this festival. This festival is kind of like the big 
coming out of like jazz funk music huge. into into the mainstream is huge, sure. huge. Um, yeah Montreal, it continues to this day yeah and so they're finally going to in december release the live recording of the donald bird set from the show and uh, wow. th this is the first single or the the single they the track they've released off released off of which is the title track from the album that he had just put out blackbird um and it is amazing so we have to listen to it <laughs> all right we're going to this is donald bird blackbird off the upcoming album from a live uh montreux showcase in 1973 strap on your seatbelts, boys and girls donald bird donald bird this out the whole eight minutes <laughs> i fucking love it don't get me wrong 
is after hours, man. We can talk over the songs. That's true. That's true. Start over. <laughs> Let me see. Where does it where does it take us? Also, I realized Nathan Davis. He's one of my favorite. Let's go flute. Come on, flute. Let's go flute. Now, who's playing flute on this? Uh, the, uh, Al- Alan Barnes. Oh, they love I was gonna say, yeah, he's the Mazel brothers. You they always get the saxophone player to play the Larry and Fawn. They did so much shit for Blue Note. Everything, Jamie, like that Dexter Montel, like everything is the Mazel brothers. Yeah, they they produced and played on this album. Everything in the 70s on Blue Note is the Mazel brothers. Also, everything in the 70s that had electric bass had to have a bass on it. Had to have an effect of some kind. If this song wasn't made as long, it would be a radio show. Like, it would be a common song. Like, yeah. Something, you know, like, that's what it reminds me of. Like, yeah. Like, some Isaac Pace. Like, there's a big common knowledge if it wasn't made as long. That's not radio friendly. Yeah, that's so good. Man, Cooking. That's amazing. That's so Cooking. Good. Literally Cooking with cooking. Blue Note. What a crew. That's mm. the 70s right there for you. 1973. Love it. Beautiful. Man, no, that's, that's cool. I'm going to check that whole thing out. Blue Note doing it good. Bones, what you got love for it, us after it. hours? All right. Uh, I'm going to play one and a half songs. All right. Um, <laughs> one and a half? What so, is that he... <laughs> I, I just want to play you like a little snippet of a little gem. That I found. <laughs> All right, let's this hear is it. mostly dedicated to J Mac. All right, let's. If it's emo, oh. I'm turning my screen off. This is, this is Chris P and the Fireman. Oh. <laughs> Track I... Burners, Volume One. Is this the? Only, is this the, the full one... song or half song? This is the half song. Just no it's two did... two minutes. Let it ride. No, no All one right. that no too one that Jesse out on it. No one that Jesse out on his own on Bandcamp. When we start late from now on. <laughs> exactly. Too cocky. Here we go. So, he needs supervision. Yeah, I need a lot of <laughs> Somehow stumbled across that. I don't know. Oh, that that, that so gold. Too cocky. Gold. Too cocky. Too cocky. I love the spelling uh, of the track title too. So amazing! All one word. Too cocky. Your your uh your algorithm knows you well. <laughs> yeah, it totally does. Right. So what else do you have for us then? Burn it. All right, I'm gonna play you what I was gonna play. Oh, this um, is your OG. Okay, you spent weeks. Yeah, my about OG. This so the group is called Skin Shape. Um, <laughs> What the <laughs> fuck is happening? I love no, this is this is not weird. Like... This is not weird. <laughs> uh, no, it's not. It's not weird. Uh, aside from the fact that the band is called a Skin Shape, and that okay. photo looks like an That's anus. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I never no, thought no. of that until you said it now. But yeah, it definitely does. But don't worry. This is not weird. This is not like some weird like sex dungeon metal or anything. Um, <laughs> 
Is that a genre? Is that a fan like camp genre? Sex Dungeon Metal. If not, it should be. The top 20 songs of Sex Dungeon Metal. Someone file, someone file that away so we can use that as a topic later. Oh, that's our new thing. Yeah. That's definitely a genre for sure. Uh, it's this dude out of a. Uh, out of England. Um, he actually apparently is a co-founder of this reggae record label called Horus Records, which I just found out through Discogs. But yeah, he's a co-founder of this reggae lab- label. But the um, the album that he put out here, and he has a few albums out, um, it's just like awesome ambient kind of uh, jazz fusion, some Afrobeat stuff in it. It's... Uh, pretty cool if you liked that album i played last week that um uh surprise chef um you'll like this um so here we go this is skin shape uh i'm playing the song let me get down to it um called high tide storm rising That was great. I just uh, looked him up too. Our, our boy, we sent him to Giles Peterson, also recommended that shit. I never heard of that shit before either. Yeah. That was I like, cool. I like this like, psychedelic kind of like ambient stuff lately. Yeah, no, that was rad. Yeah. yeah. A label? Good vibes to get what what into. label? Do they have a label? In yeah. There? Um, good question. Uh, oh, you said, oh, he has, says... he has his label. Well, he put it all yeah, on his Lewis. Name. Lewis yeah. recordings. Yeah, that's sweet. No, I vibe to that. I'm down. Yeah, with totally yeah it looks like it's just like a solo project, right? Skin shape. Yeah, that's rad. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah, much. Was and I was vibing. The album, the album's pretty eclectic too. Like, it, it goes all over the place. Um, some some tracks have some vocals in it, some don't. Um, sweet. So yeah, yeah definitely check out the whole thing if you like that. No, that was great. No, good, that good, good finds. Yeah. Bandcamp bones. New title. Uh, new band Camp Bones. <laughs> the BCB. BCB. Give him a little bit of BCB. time. He'll go, he'll go deep in that rabbit hole, find some good shit. Right. He, found, he sounds like Israeli fucking funk jazz stuff, <laughs> hip hop stuff, and some. Uh... Chris P, the fireman. Yeah. Chris P. Too cocky. Too cocky. Too cocky. Hi, folks. Mm. That's the lounge tonight. You came for one beer, you stayed for more. You gotta get home. Killed it. Or do you? We'll see you on the other side next time we have a show. Tune in. Always good vibes here at the lounge. Peace. Peace. Thanks again for tuning in to the Needle and Groove Lounge. You came for four tracks. You got about six. Some more conversation on other ones. We hope you found something that you're pounding to that you're going to turn on that album right away. Maybe you're sipping to something you're putting in your back pocket 
for another day. Or maybe you're no sipping. Maybe you couldn't stand a couple of those tracks. Whatever it is, it's all good. Again, you could be anywhere listening to anything, watching anything. You chose to spend some time with us at the lounge, and that means a lot to us. We created this space to create a sense of community, so we appreciate you being part of it. We're going to have about two podcasts a month. As I mentioned in the intro, we got a radio show that's also on the Thursdays. So follow Blast Radio. Download that app, Blast Radio. Follow Needle Groove Lounge. We get the podcast. Get the radio show. Again, get on the Instagram if you're not on it. There's so much more music, music-related content, music history, music documentaries, our Wax and Pages series where we talk about books and music. So much more on the Instagram. Give us a follow. Send it to a friend. That's the best way you can support the lounge. Send something about the lounge, the radio show, the podcast, the Instagram, the mix cloud. Send it to another music lover in your life. We'd much appreciate it. Again, thanks. We'll talk to you soon. See ya.